everyone welcome or welcome back to self-indulging with me jean this is the fourth official episode of the podcast and so the topic of today's episode is going to be gifted kid burnout or specifically the experiences that i had in the american public school system i've entitled this um, I've entitled this episode Gifted Kid Burnout because I it was just a lot shorter and it felt I felt like it kind of encompassed everything I was feeling while I was at school versus the title that I initially planned, which was The American Public School System Wronged Me. <laughs> so I suppose I should just start with uh, where I currently am. Currently, I am attending a four-year college. I am a first-year um almost about to finish up my first year of college I have about a quarter and a half left and um this was something that I wanted for myself not only was it like uh stressed onto me by my parents but it was something that I also just wanted to have I liked I've always liked the idea of like having multiple degrees I'm a very like school schooly kind of person um, and I've always been, like, I've always liked studying and, like, <laughs> it's just, like, this adds on to, like, how boring I expressed myself to be in the last episode. But I've always liked school and I've always liked learning and, and I've always been excited to get, like, the new books and the new school supplies and stuff like that. And so college for me was a no-brainer. It was something that I knew I wanted because I wanted, I just wanted the degrees. Like, I've... I've been somebody, uh, to this day, I'm still somebody who strives for multiple degrees not uh, after your high school diploma. So, like, I want my bachelor's, but I also, like, I want a master's in something. Or I want, like, like my goal in life is to have, obviously, my bachelor's, my JD, and then, like, a couple of master's just to, <laughs> just to you know, that's those are, you know, <laughs> just to flex. <laughs> Um, and so college, yeah, I, I definitely want to be in college and I, I love being in college and I'm just very thankful that, um, and I, I'm sure my parents are very thankful that I am, I am somebody that wants to be in college because they are two people who have never been able to have the opportunity that I have. And so I think I'll just start there and work my way backwards. So the thing about me specifically going into college is that I am a first generation the first born girl in my family and what that means is that I am going to be the first person in my family to be graduating from a four-year institute um, I'm going to be the first person in my family to be having the degree in college or whatever and and obviously it's a big deal to my family because nobody else nobody else has it and they are they're all my mom literally said at my high school graduation that she didn't cry because it's like you're supposed to get your high school diploma like if you didn't get your fucking high school diploma what the fuck but she said that she will cry when I graduate undergrad because nobody else in the family has a college degree and so uh having you know being me being in college is very important to my family because I'm the first one to be going to college and my parents stressed education on me onto me for a very like young since from a very young age and it wasn't necessarily like i didn't i didn't have tiger parents like 
nobody everybody was too busy working in my family that was the thing um that was another thing both my parents don't really have college degrees and so they work all the fucking time and they were always like they've always stressed the idea of work hard now so you can just do nothing later (laughs) and it's it's a mindset that i've i've carried with me ever since that like work hard in school get your degree so that you can get a job where you just tell like the paralegal to do everything for you (laughs) that was like their mindset because they know what it's like to grind because they're still grinding and so I've always, like, been the kind of, like, education sort of person to be like, yeah, I'll just work hard now. I'll freak, I'll, like, you know, I'll lose my mind right now so that later in life I'm going to have a steady income and I'm going to be in New York just walking to my favorite coffee shop and then traveling on the side. Like, that's my dream. And and that's what I'm working for. Um, Someday owning a shitty apartment in in New York City and having favorite spots and just being bundled up in the chilly weather all the time and seeing snow for the first time (laughs) outside my window. (laughs) Okay, that's enough of that. (laughs) But yeah, so essentially what I'm trying to say is that uh, my parents really emphasized education, um, especially because I was the firstborn. However... I will say, though, that while, yes, I was a child of two immigrant parents who were like, yeah, take take advantage of the opportunities you have now because they're, you know, they're they're there for a reason. And and we never had that. That was all they ever said to me. My parents never really guided me when it came to school because they didn't know. They went to school in the Philippines. So when they came here, they were already adults. And when they had me everything the public school system was fresh like we were all experiencing it for the first time and so i had to learn about what classes to take and what routes to do and what extracurriculars to do by myself and i had to do things and learn things by myself because my parents couldn't guide me i didn't have the kind of parents who were like okay so this is what you have to do for college no so everything i've ever done is all on my own accord at this point. And it's a really sobering fact to think about because I think that the fact that I had to do everything myself really showed in how I performed in school and how I felt about my performance in school and how I felt mentally and emotionally during the times that I was in school from like from elementary school to high school. Literally, I felt the same way about school my entire life. And I am barely now just starting to feel like a little less pressure, which is funny because I'm in college. But I am starting to feel like there's a burden lifted off of me now that I'm I'm out of high school. And so as I work my way backwards, I kind of want to get the message in now that now that I'm out of high school and I'm looking at everything in retrospect, I'm finding that I have always been an intelligent person. And it didn't matter what the grades or the transcript or the institution that accepted me may say. I did get into a really good school. And I'm very proud of myself because, like I said, I did it all by myself. I didn't have I didn't have parents who were like, oh, we'll help you get you a tutor or we'll like I had to. <laughs> shit, I earned this shit. You know what I mean? I didn't have um, like a family that 
would guide me. Uh, like, by the time I hit middle school, math was, like, a really hard thing for me. And by the time I hit middle school, nobody could help me with math. And so, at this point, everything I fucking did was all on my own accord. And I am very proud of that. And so, in retrospect, I look back and I'm like, I was a very strong and smart person for that. I was so intelligent for that. Like, wow, I can't believe I got myself through school. School was is genuinely a hard thing. It's genuinely hard, and I'm really surprised that I got myself through it. And so that's kind of the message that I want to leave this episode with, and it's that no matter what the grades you may be receiving, whatever ends up on your transcript, or the institutions that accept or reject you, you are still a smart person. And the thing about being in school is that everything is standardized and you are categorized into how smart you are and i don't think it's that black and white in my opinion i also just want to note that um i hope i don't lack credibility when i speak about these things because right now my performance in school is pretty good <laughs> especially um i just like you know i i i'm, I'm gonna talk about like how much i struggled in school but it's still like really like it's still something that I'm trying to like convince myself that like I deserve like my I'm trying to not have my imposter syndrome just fucking like hit kick me in the ass um, mainly because I know that I'm a smart person and the thing about being in the American public school system specifically is that everything is standardized and everything is categorized and if you don't like if you haven't really thought about that before Think about it now. You know, you have an elementary school. I remember um, like reading levels or math levels being uh, graded by like below average, average, proficient, advanced, blah, 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 blah. They were put into categories. And in my opinion, I don't think intelligence or how smart you are is that black and white. I don't think you can make like 20 kids sit in chairs and take the same test and be like, okay, so this kid's the smartest and that kid's the dumbest. I just, I don't think it's that black and white. And the thing about the public school education here is that everything is standardized. And, and, and like part of it makes sense, you know, you get, it, it's like you get your test scores and it's like, it's whether or not, you know, you tested well or not or whatever. But I just, I don't think that like test scores are are an accurate measure of whether or not your kid is intelligent and i think that's why i had such imposter syndrome and i had such a hard time in school was because i'm not somebody who tests well i get the lessons i know what you're talking about but if you're gonna put a test in front of me i am not gonna test well and 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 there's a flip side to that there are some people who just don't understand you know the lesson but they test really well and they pass. And so that's what I mean when I say that standardized scores and testing, standardized testing is not an accurate measure of intelligence because everybody is different. And that's where, I, and, and now that I'm in college and I've had time to digest my, my school experience thus far, it's really hitting me that no wonder I had such a hard time because I just wasn't somebody who could keep up with the 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 curriculum that my schools were providing me however those are mandated and 
that's why I always felt like I was falling behind, even though I wasn't. And it was, and that's why I developed such imposter syndrome at such an early age, because I just felt like I wasn't smart enough to be around my peers. But I also didn't, I also knew that I was smart, but my test scores and like my grades and the school was telling me I wasn't. And it just, it made no sense to me. And so this is where I'm going to start to work my way backwards. And I guess I'll start with, honestly, I could go back as far as elementary school and it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't matter because my experiences in school were essentially the same. So I guess I should start with just like how I was as a student. I was a pretty good student. I was an AB student. Majority were A you know, every once in a while, I'd have, like, a B or something, and, like, in hindsight, that's really good, that's really good, and I think part of the reason why I was somebody who couldn't stand being an AB student was because I was around kids who were straight-A students, and, and I constantly compared myself to those kids who were just naturally really good in school, and I'm not somebody who's naturally really good in school, and my brother, my, actually, um, I, and I know this now, like, um, especially now that my brother is in school, my brother and I have essentially gone to almost the same schools, except for elementary school. He went to my elementary school for a couple of years and then moved to another elementary school. And my brother, I guess, is, I guess this is a quick tangent, but my brother, he is somebody who is naturally really smart. He is somebody that doesn't study. He's someone that will just go to school, take the classes take the test and go home like that's how he is and right now he is ranked number one in his class and it upsets me because he he is like he are he is the he is oh, fuck let me reset this and it, it upsets me because he is the kids that I was around and I hated and I loathed because I couldn't be like them I have no idea how my brother does it because I'm somebody that has to actively try to retain the information or I won't understand what I'm learning and I won't be able to test well and so that was the kind of student I was especially when it came to as I got older and I started advancing I found that as you know I was getting older and I was getting in I was beginning to put in harder classes and stuff I was having a lot harder time to keep up and I think it was because the the philosophy in like advanced classes is like oh yeah these kids can keep up so we'll just throw a bunch of information at them and it'll stick it'll stick obviously and for someone like me I've always had a hard time keeping up with all the things they were throwing at me and that led to a lot of like mental breakdowns and like meltdowns and just me not being happy in school. And I think it was just honestly because of the school curriculum. Because I look back at like that girl who was in school and and I feel bad for her because she can't stand the idea of having a B. And she 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 dreads going to classes especially the ones that she knows that she's not as naturally gifted in. And she is genuinely struggling. And whether or not she was vocal about this, I don't know if she was. But whether or not she was, no matter how vocal she could have been, she had nobody to help her because nobody in her family could. She couldn't really ask her peers. 
and she didn't have like money to have a tutor or whatever you know and so i feel bad for her because i know that deep down she is somebody who genuinely loves learning and i remember specifically going to my high school classes and loving the topics but dreading the tests because i love i loved learning so much and i still do i love to learn but the tests were always the hardest part to me and i'm sure that like a lot of people felt this way were like ah oh, i don't want to fucking take a test it you know some people i know are like whatever about tests and good good on you because i've always i've never been able to be that way i could i've always felt like tests and test scores and grades were my measure of intelligence and i'm looking back at it now and it's like no no they really weren't i was smart enough i've always been smart enough and it was really just the pace at which i was learning all this information and my brain just can't comprehend the system that we were being taught in you know i have to be taught differently or i just won't learn and so that's why i felt as though the public school system wronged me <laughs> it was because i just like i said i can't everybody i'm sure that a lot of people felt this way but you can't standardize education and you can't categorize education sure it's fun to like take home awards and medals and stuff but i don't think those are accurate measures of your intelligence because i'll reflect on my high school classes and like sometimes i'll like we'll be talking I'll, I'll be talking about like some of the subjects we learned in conversation and it's like i know everything i know everything i know everything from high school why did i do so bad on that test and and so it's like such a mind fuck for me because it's like wow i i am smart like i <laughs> i am able to understand lesson plans and shit why did i do so bad on that test and so that's why i feel like whether or not you test well i just don't think it's it's a measure of your intelligence i think it's if anything a measure a measure of like your performance under pressure and so as i get older and all the younger people in my life get older i honestly genuinely worry for them because specifically my brother because he is just in high school and he's gonna be taking the classes that i took in high school and i'm worried because i don't want him to feel I mean, he probably never will because he's just naturally smart and it's a, it's a, it's a really, it's really upsetting. Like it's annoying how smart he is because, <laughs> because like I'm the stupid sibling. If, <laughs> if you put us together and gave us like a math test, I just know that like, I, no, actually, no, I'm not going to say that because that just co completely contradicts the points that I'm making. Because this public school system essentially measures your intelligence, it makes me worried for all of my younger cousins, my younger siblings, all of my younger friends who are going through it right now because I know that there will be hard times and there will be very fun times. But I know that if you're anything like me, those hard times hit you tenfold than any of the good times did. And I don't want them to ever question whether or not they're good enough for college, especially if they want to go to college. Like right now, Every time I come home, 
I talk about school with my brother and I just like asking questions. I want to know what he's up to. And right now he's not he's not sure where he wants to go to college. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. You're literally 14. You don't need to know where the fuck you want to go. You know, when I was 14, I knew where I wanted to go. I wanted to go to UC Berkeley. I wanted to live in San Francisco and I wanted to just experience life in San Francisco. I am not in UC Berkeley. (laughs) I am still in Southern California, but I'm not. I'm not in San Francisco right now. But I can already. and, And I remember when I was younger and school and college was being really motivated for me. I remember like trying the adults in my life trying to be like, "Oh no, you should go to you should go to UCLA. You should go to here. Why would you want to go there? Why do you want to do this?" And I still get it now. Like I still get like every time they're like, "Oh, Jean, so what are you going to do for law school? Like what what do you want to be when you're a lawyer?" Oh, I'm thinking of doing this. Why would you want to do that? Like I still get backlash for my decisions, and I'm afraid that on top of like getting that backlash on top of of how difficult school will gradually become that a lot of younger of my younger generation will not feel motivated to go to college i genuinely feel and understand the value of a degree and you already know how i it was stressed upon me at a very young age and it was mainly because my parents didn't have the degree and they knew that if they had it they 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 know that they can do better than what they have but because they they didn't go through the process of getting their college degree that they are just stuck in the in the careers that they have now and so i understand the value of a degree and i feel like those people who are like, oh, I don't I don't fucking need a degree to get far in life. That is some white girl shit. And, and what I mean by that is I just think that anybody who feels like they don't need a degree to get far in life or, you know, they don't need a degree to help them has some sort of some sort of privilege on them already, you know? And good for you if you genuinely feel like you don't need a degree. Like I I who am I to judge, you know? I like I, I'm the whole point of this episode is to advocate that nobody is the same. And so I know that some people genuinely feel like college isn't for them and that they'll be able to do whatever the fuck they want. And they're, they'll do fine in life. Kurt Cobain dropped out of high school and he was Kurt Cobain. And so I'm just trying to explain that, like, I'm worried that let's say my brother does want to go to school, but he's had such a hard time in high school already that he's unmotivated i don't want him to ever feel that way because i genuinely did feel that way i think all of these realizations really helped me when it came to college or at least the experiences that i had and the realizations that stemmed from it really helped me when i came to college because now i am kind of altering my performance um in a way that is more mentally beneficial to me versus academically beneficial (laughs) I and I kind of just want to at this point explain the things that I'm applying to my college career as well as maybe just kind of explain like the applications that I'm doing to my college education versus high school or what I've learned from high school thus far. I remember in high school I was never good at STEM subjects. I've never been good at STEM subjects. English is where I fucking thrive. I could flesh out an an English essay in like one night and get a perfect score and a little bit more points on it 
I was very good at English. STEM subjects was, were where I lacked. And it wasn't so much that I couldn't... I feel like it wasn't that I couldn't understand it, but it was, again, at the pace that I was learning all of this information. School at that point seemed more like a race or a competition than it was an institute for me to learn and and obtain my education. Because I look back at, like... And so... As I'm in college now, you know, I'm I'm, re- I'm starting to take, like, college-level STEM classes. I'm starting to realize that it's not as bad as I I, I remembered, genuinely. I, I couldn't, I don't remember science class being this difficult. I just, <laughs> and so now, as I am in in college, oh, I don't think I mentioned this. Okay, okay, quick tangent. Um, I should have mentioned this earlier. I am a crim law major. However, I want to switch. And I I, I want to switch because it's just not as fulfilling or challenging to me. And I want to switch to poli-sci, but I also want to add a minor. And I'm going to quickly explain... I'm going to explain why I'm choosing the minor that I want to choose in, in, in a second. But that's probably really important to note when I talk about this. So I found that as I I am taking these, like stem-based classes and i'm doing these stem-based activities that it's like oh i'm i'm really not as bad as i thought i was and now as i'm taking classes that pertain to my major or classes that i know are easy to me and i'm having such an easy time i'm starting to miss the challenge and i'm starting to miss the hustle and the struggle and i'm starting to miss all of that because it's like okay i go to class for about an hour or two i sit there i learn I do my homework assignments and it's easy. Like it's so easy that I'm I can't stand it. Like because <laughs> I am at my core somebody who needs to grind out to feel productive, which is probably not healthy for me because I that's probably why I burn out of things so quickly, but I that is why I'm switching my majors and I'm actually planning on adding a minor in global sustainability, which if you couldn't tell by the title of it is a STEM-based minor. And that is something that I feel like younger me would be very proud of myself for pursuing because when I was younger, I was so afraid of STEM subjects because I was afraid of failure and I was afraid of getting an F on a test. But but the thing was, I was very interested in STEM and I was very interested in specifically like environmental science. And I remember one time in high school, we were taking the PSAT, which was like a free free pre-SAT test so that su- the students could get a feel of what the SAT would look and, and, and be like for the um in the future. And I remember there was like the survey of like asking you questions of like, what careers are you considering? Um, um, what do you, you know, what do you want to do when you grow up um, while you take this test? And I remember filling it out and being like oh yeah i'm really into environmental science and i i either want to be like a botanist or or a zoologist or something in that field i just really like plants and animals and i remember so then i remember taking the test and getting my test score test scores back obviously and the section where i filled out that i wanted to be in environmental science um uh, for my career when I read it again, they were like, um, you should rethink another career. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was genuinely upsetting. Like, I was actually really sad for a long time because it was like, 
yeah, you're not smart enough to be here. You should think of something in here. And I remember uh, th- there was a program at my school that tried to, like, uh, you, you took surveys and shit, and it would measure, like, where where it think they think you would succeed or you were you would exceed in life right i always got like oh you should be like a fucking government worker you should do this and that and i was like what the fuck these are boring ass jobs <laughs> even test scores are telling me that i'm boring as hell and so as i pursue this minor i think back to that girl and i know she would be proud as hell for me because she wanted to be like a fucking zoologist and she wanted to take care of like animals and 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 just be like one with nature (laughs) she was on some hippie shit for sure but like i get it like i i understand her and so now as i'm in college and i'm not feeling as fulfilled in the programs that i'm in i'm like okay time to make a switch time to do something else with my life and now I'm still I am still in pursuit of being a lawyer like I've mentioned but now I'm really diving into environmental science on top of it and I think that's really good for me. I deserve it. I deserve to challenge myself and I deserve to do everything I want. And no test scores like I said, no test scores are a genuine no statistic, no test score is a genuine measure of your intelligence because I just don't think it's that black and white. Another thing to note is that I was very introverted in school. And so at being introvert and surrounded by a bunch of smart kids, it kind of made all of your internal suffering amplified because I remember never really asking questions in school. And the beauty about being in college is that There are so many students in a class at one time that your professors really don't know who the fuck you are anyway. So you could just talk and they won't even remember. (laughs) And also, at least in my experience, there's one class in particular that I really like fell in love with and it's environmental analysis and design. And it's kind of the reason why I want to go into global sustainability as my minor. But I remember um, I, I, I would be like sitting in class and the professor is so good at teaching in and of its in and of himself but he's also really good at engaging with the class and when he takes questions he or comments he really addresses them and he really indulges in them and that makes me excited to come to class every day because it's not like some old white guy talking at me for an hour and 20 minutes no it's he's somebody that genuinely wants to teach me and he also wants to hear what I want to what I have to say. And so now that I'm in college, I am just now learning about the importance of raising your hand in class, of of volunteering, of voicing out your your questions, your concerns, your comments, whatever. Because I I don't know, I've just always felt like the teachers hate me. Like I've always just thought that teachers hated me because I didn't think I was smart. But in hindsight, I'm like looking back at the girl who was like struggling in math class and science class. And and whenever the teacher was like, any questions? I never fucking said anything. I don't know why I didn't, but I just didn't. And it made no sense because it's like, girl, she's, what the fuck? You're only there for a year. Uh, might as well just have her hate you for a fucking year because of your question versus versus struggling for an entire year because you never had like the courage to ask the simplest fucking question you know and so i'm just now realizing the importance of 
asking questions. And this professor specifically for this class has really made me realize that the professors will never hate you for your questions or your comments or your concerns. They genuinely just they just they want to know that you're paying attention and they want to know that you're indulging in the subject and they want to know that they're doing the job that's why these que- these professors are like um do you understand you know or do you understand if you don't why don't you you know like they just want to know that you're engaging and i don't know for me i've always thought that like if i asked questions i would be receiving feedback in 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 the place of judgment but that's just not how it works no like literally nobody fucking cares about it. that's another thing in high school i was so like adamant on thinking that like oh my god everyone's like everyone fucking hates me like dude nobody fucking cares about you like <laughs> and so i it's something that i carry around with me now the philosophy that like dude if you feel like doing something that you know will benefit you go fucking do it fuck whatever anybody else says or thinks or does you know fuck fuck them it's all about you everything at this point is about you because you are the only one you are the person you are stuck with for the rest of your life not them not the class that you're going to be with for a quarter you so do things that will benefit you so at this point i think i just kind of want to give almost advice to anyone currently going through school or and especially thinking about college and um planning to do the college application process i think i was literally like oh god i don't even know what the college application schedule is like i'm pretty sure people are done with it and i think they're getting the results soon dude it's so funny it's like once you go to college you're fucking checked out like <laughs> i don't know anything i feel old as hell i remember one time my my manager took me on a storage run and we were counting everything and she was like what's i forgot the numbers but i think she was like what's like seven times five can you do math i know it was like it was a lot harder than that but for the sake of this story i'm gonna use those two numbers as an example but she was like what's this times this can you do math and i was like no, I haven't been, I haven't done math since high school. And she was like, didn't you just get out of high school? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like, once you go to college, you're just fucking checked out as hell, dude. I, so, I think that's also part of the reason why I'm so fucking zen. Because it's like, I have worked my ass off. I don't think I need to work any harder. I've, I've done everything I needed to do. I'm in fucking college. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking let loose. Okay, anyway, I just think that as somebody who didn't have an older brother or sister to or like parents to walk me through the school process the education process and the college application process i just feel like some pointers and you could take these with a grain of salt you know you can take whatever like fucking like tarot reading you can take whatever resonates with you but like you can take these with a grain of salt like you don't have to take my advice but i feel like i should just at this point kind of uh give you stuff to take um given the exam the the experiences that i have i think the first thing to note is that in most cases high school is generally where you gain access to the freedom of choosing your own classes and i remember as somebody who was in high school i thought that i had to take all the ap's all the honors classes in order to get into a good school but i don't think that's really the case um specifically like for ap classes especially if you think that college is the path for you you don't need to take 
the AP classes to get a head start. Like, you don't need to have all, like, you don't have to give your, you don't have to take the classes that you think that you need in order to get a head start. Because, I'm gonna be honest, college admissions, they do it so fucking weird that, like, there's never a hundred percent guarantee that you're gonna get into a school i had no i had i honestly didn't even think i would get into the school that i got into and i did get into it again my grades were like not the best like i was a pretty i was an a b student you know and i didn't have the best test scores i didn't have the most um i didn't have the most like inspiring of essays and still, I got into the school that I applied to. So, I was like, oh, that's cool, I guess. So, I just... I And I don't think it really, like... Sure, it's nice to have those classes on your... On your transcript. But your performance in that class... In those classes do matter. And so, I just don't think that... If you know that you're going to feel, like, stressed out in AP classes... Don't take them. Like, just don't take them if you know that they're not good for you. I think that's how I would word it. Don't take the classes that you know wouldn't be good for you mentally, not academically. Because I know that some of those classes, they're like, ooh, low-hanging fruit, bitch. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, but like, don't do not do things because you feel pressured to do it or you have to do it. Like, just speaking for somebody who literally took like fucking like, I think it was like four or five APs in one year. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Oh my god. I can't believe I did that to myself. And look, look where I am, bitch. I'm on the fucking dean's honors list at my school. It makes no sense to me that I am on it, but like I am fucking on it. So, whatever the fuck I did or am doing currently, obviously I'm doing something right, and I'm putting little to no effort at this point. Like I said, I'm really checked out. <laughs> um but ap classes are not the only way to get ahead in school there are like so many other opportunities like i know that like i knew somebody who was like doing like dual enrollmentship i think and and they were taking like community college courses while they were in high school like there are like so many other fucking programs go look it up go go ask a counselor like don't think ap classes are your only way to get into college because they're not but also if you decide to take those ap classes engage with the lecturers please like do yourself a favor and fucking talk raise your hand even if you feel like your questions are stupid your teachers would probably rather have you engaging and like talking to them and responding to them versus them speaking to like an ocean of nothing you know so engage with the class engage with the lectures because everyone uh, and i'm gonna be honest like everyone in the class will be better for it your teachers will be thankful that you're engaging you're probably asking the questions that your peers probably had questions for and you are getting the answers to the questions that you have so so engage like go go fucking like talk go fucking yeah just talk in class do it like it'll be, everyone will be better off for it even though i did say like don't take ap classes if you don't like if you know they're bad for you i think like you should still challenge yourself and it doesn't necessarily mean like classes you can you can like join extracurriculars that make you uncomfortable and and feed into the anxiety of doing things that are new because when you get to college everything is going to be new 
everything is going to be a fresh start for you. And so it's, it's, it'll probably be easier to get used to that anxiety and to let yourself have that anxiety now versus when you go to college and everything is a blank slate. Even if the outcomes of what you were doing are nowhere that you'd hoped. Because at the end of the day, those experiences, I feel like, are genuinely good for you. And and it's very, like, key to note that the anticipation of something... My debate coach used to say this to us. The anticipation is always more difficult than the experience. Or, like, she said something along those lines. The extracurriculars that I did in high school were wrestling and debate i did wrestling for uh, from my freshman to my junior year and i did debate for my i think it was i think it was it was my junior to senior year i did both of them um i wasn't particularly good on either especially debate like i really wasn't that good on debate (laughs) but um in in wrestling i did like fairly well i went as far as masters and if you know anything about like sports high school sports lingo or whatever like you probably get it but um i remember feeling extremely uncomfortable in both extracurriculars that i did and i think that was good for me in the long run because now i know that like i know to push myself and i know that even though i i get anxiety very easily like i like i said the anticipation of something will always feel worse than the outcome or the experience and that's something that i try to tell myself when i'm when I'm here in college and I'm like, okay, you know what? Fuck, why not? Like, I've been saying yes to a lot of things, even if they're new, just because I know that I, 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 fuck it. Like, why not? I've been saying fuck it's everything. And like, I've, I think that I'm better for it. And so once the earlier you start doing that, the earlier you start being like, sure, why not? To things that are obviously safe, by the way. Um, I think you'll be better for it and I think it'll it'll really show in your performance in both like school and like just in life in general. And lastly, you don't have to know exactly what you want when you're applying for college or when you're thinking about your careers or anything. If nobody has told you that yet, you don't have to know. I know so many people at school now who like have no idea what the fuck they want and they're 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 literally still they're literally still like they're in college and i'm like i remember like i literally had a conversation with like some of my friends and they were talking about their majors and i was like oh so why do you want to be in that major and they're just like i don't know and i've had that conversation so many times i think i'm very lucky in that i pressured myself to figure out what the fuck i wanted to do and i also just had the pressure of my family being like figure out what you want now so you can take the classes in college and get and be done with it so i was very lucky and i just kind of like figured you know lawyer is not that lawyer is a good income it's not that bad it's not really not that bad of a job you know and so i got very lucky in that sense that i already knew what i wanted to do it from the jump it's okay to not know what you want it's okay to change your mind all the time. Like I said, I'm changing my majors. I can't, I can't, oh my God, I can't be in crim law any longer. I'm tired of learning about like, uh, crimes. I'm just tired of learning about crime. It's the most depressing fucking major. It, and it's genuinely like, I think if anything, like a general idea it will be beneficial to you, 
but you don't have to know all the details. The details come with the experience, I feel like. Um, like for me, when I when I was applying to colleges, I was so adamant on being a criminal justice lawyer. I was so certain that I would be like a criminal defense attorney or a prosecutor, either one. But I'm not anymore. I just I don't I, I'm like I don't want to be that anymore and I and I think that's okay. It's literally okay. Now I like want to do something different. I want to pursue law still, but I want to do like a different field. I want to do environmental law. And um that comes with that that decision came with experience. And so like I never would have gotten to this point had I not experienced what I was experiencing. Like I had I not taken the class uh, taking the envir- the environmental analysis and design class that legitimately changed the entire trajectory of my entire life at that point. So it's okay to not be sure and it's okay to change your mind a million times because everything you experience is supposed to be your journey of where you're going to end up in life. And that journey tends to require a lot of self-searching and genuine acceptance of who you are. Like I said, my pre earlier my initial college was my my dream college used to be uc berkeley am i in fucking uc berkeley no i am somewhere else (laughs) and i know that like a lot of people i grew up with a lot of people being like oh yeah my dream college is this my dream college is that and they may or may not have ended up where they were where they wanted to be but that's where you're supposed to be i am a firm believer of everything happens for a reason my mom is the same way everything happens for a damn reason and wherever you end up is where is exactly where you're supposed to be no matter what you have right now it's exactly where you're supposed to be yeah hopefully the things i was i i i said in this um episode resonated with you or maybe they didn't, but I think I've said enough. And I really, I don't even know if this is usable. Like, I really don't know. I've already tried to record this episode three times. At this point, whatever the fuck I said in here is going to be used. Like, I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for indulging me for this episode. I hope, I hope you got something out of this. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Whatever. I don't really care. I hope you all have a nice day or night. Or whenever the fuck you listen to this. Thank you so much again. I guess I'm done. I really have nothing else to drag us on. So, goodbye.